Guidolinos, the first cereal made for Italians. It comes in three delicious flavors, cannoli, biscotti, and lasagna. And every box comes with a surprise, a gold chain and an anger issue. This cereal is so good you'll be wearing a velvet jumpsuit in no time. So go to guidolinos.com for subscriptions and boxing options. That's guidolinos.com. It's Guidolinos. Hey, I'm eating here. VWB is brought to you by AHS. AHS has been a family-owned business since 2001. Are you tired of getting those late-night notifications from your door cam when a bird or a Dracula passes by? With Asian Home Security, a real-life Asian person will patrol the perimeter of your home to prevent and deter any unwanted intruders. Our Asians are here to solve any problem. By Asian means necessary. AHS offers three tiers. The Golden Child tier, the popular Bolo Premium tier, and their bestseller, the Mr. Miyagi system. So go to ahs.com VWB for details and subscriptions. You know, now that I have uh, school-age kids, you know, in my house, um, it's a constant reminder of uh, how much I forget from school from my own experience. Like, I don't remember shit. I mean, it's sort of not true. I remember a couple things from school, but that's about it. I remember cumulus clouds and pizza parties. Um, everything else is kind of like when I learn a new fact, something else gets erased. Um, something funny the day uh, I had to pick my daughter up from vac- uh, not vacation. I had to pick my daughter up from uh, detention. So when I, co- I pull up to the school and uh, I'm just messing with her, you know, I'm just busting her chops. I go, uh, so how was detention? And she gives me this like dumbfounded look like she didn't know what that meant. She goes, what's detention? I'm like, detention, where you were just at. She's like, no, that's called choices. What? I'm like, what did you just say? She said that there is no detention. It's called choices. You go into a room and you go over your choices. So I'm like, that's detention. (laughs) She's like, no, it's choices. So I'm like, this is, oh my God. Like, is detention a bad word? Is that like uh, something that triggers people? So they just pick choices? Anyway, I just laughed. Like, it's so stupid. Um... This is episode 69, people. We got 69 episodes. This is amazing. It's a milestone. You're actually going to love this episode. You're not You're not going to believe it, but it's true. It's damn true. Hey there, Spotify listeners. This is Daniel with uh, US Spotify, and you're listening to Spot On, a new show where we interview up-and-coming podcasts from around the country to help promote them in their endeavors. Today, we're talking to Roland about his podcast. Roland? How are you? How's it going, man? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, no problem. We look forward to these kind of things. Uh, so you know a little bit about us. We've, we've contacted you in the past. Uh, a few members of my staff reached out back in February and again a few weeks ago about the possibility of your podcast being part of our new promotional podcast effort. Um, as you know, Spotify is looking for a few potential up-and-coming podcasts to be highlighted in one of our new promotional ads as we're coming out this summer. So this is kind of just a, a, a thing that we want to do um, to try to help 
boost your uh, your fan base and just to kind of get things out there. I think you spoke with uh, Cassie, or sorry, Kathy. She spoke very highly of you. I think she mentioned the telecom conference um, we were hosting earlier this month. I'm not sure if you tuned into it. Um, did you happen to catch that teleconference? No, I didn't, but we did have a long chat. Um, she was kind of flirting with me. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> kind of part of why I agreed to do this. Yeah. Uh, give a Kathy? shout out to your coworker uh, for uh, smoothing this path. All right. Well, I'll, uh, I'll let her know for sure. Um, uh, that's, uh, uh, to be honest, it's, it's totally fine that you didn't catch the conference. Um, most content creators don't really know about it, especially, uh, basically we get together every year and discuss policies and try to think tank new ways to make, um, the company just a little bit better. So during this conference, we named a few podcasts that our staff was going to review for this promotional piece. Um, well, my staff and I started your podcast from the beginning. And to be honest, we all kind of sat around the conference room um, and just binge listened to this thing for, for days, like during lunch, during any breaks. And everybody was just rolling. There's, we have a few people in our, um, our, our staff that are prior military and uh, uh, some, and most of us aren't. And, and it was just kind of funny to, to listen to everything. And it was a lot of fun. Um just oh, yeah. I mean, like, uh, that's kind of part of the reason why I did this. So uh, civilians and um, veterans can, you know, kind of understand and laugh at the same jokes together. Like, I didn't want to just pigeonhole myself just for the military. Yeah, that, that's a great idea. We, we love the concept. Uh, just to be clear, we're not trying to sell you anything. There's no, like, contracts or anything. Like, we're not, like, doing anything right now. This is just just you and me talking about podcasts, and that's about it. Um we're kind of in the beginning of phases of this and hopefully it'll catch on and, and we'll get everybody out there. So also your uh, the lady that you talked to that you like so much. Uh, she loved the idea that you had about your, about this final like interview process um, recording for your podcast. So you're just to make sure you're recording for your podcast right now. Correct. Yeah. If I set everything up so we can like kind of dual record. All right. Sounds good. Um, she said something like, and, and I'm quoting here, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the douchebags in the military wouldn't believe you if they didn't hear it for themselves. Is, uh, is that right? The douchebags in the military wouldn't believe me. What, what did she mean by that? So when, I, uh, when, you, when you mentioned your, uh, your podcast um, that you wanted to also record – our conversation for your podcast and she, oh, she asked you me. why you were like, yeah, the, the douchebags in the military wouldn't believe that this company's reaching out to me. So no, I have to record I, this. Honestly, I, I didn't really mean like, uh, I don't remember if I said douchebags in the military. I meant just like the douchebags that listen to my show in general, because <laughs> exactly. I know I, um, you know, like during my interviews and stuff, you know, I bust everybody's balls and, uh, you know, and putting up like, um, military related memes and shit so a lot of people you know don't really take uh what i do kind of serious so when i had so when i you know learned about this opportunity i was just like there's no way no no one's gonna you know uh believe that this is actually happening i got you i didn't i didn't mean to put you on the spot there i know that you're a, a big military lover and for all of your fans out there just to let them know we know that you're 
that you're a big military supporter. So we know we didn't mean anything negative by that. that no, just, no, no. It's I, just I your humor. Just your yeah, humor. Yeah. Right. Well, um, I think we're going to get started. Like, uh, we're pretty excited that you're going to be putting this on your podcast. We look forward to listening to that, too. So as the owner slash content creator for your podcast, uh, Veterans and Benefits, um, how do you feel about the future of your podcast? Dude, I feel like the future is fucking bright. Can I curse on this? Yeah, yeah I curse on this. Yeah, this is my podcast. It's fine. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> so the future, huh? Um, yeah. I mean, to be honest, dude, uh, I want to uh, I want to push Joe Rogan off the chair. I want to sit in that chair and have cigars with um, all the uh, favorite people I have out there. I kind of just want to destroy Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I mean, figuratively, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Joe Rogan whipped my ass. <laughs> Yeah, he's a he's a pretty tough guy, and and uh, honestly, I mean, his podcast is really popular. So you got some work ahead of you, man. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, dude. I mean, I didn't I didn't really start this with any ambitions, but you know, like uh, week by week, every episode I release just gets bigger and bigger, uh, according to like you know the um, the listen counts and all the uh, variables. So I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I'm shooting for the motherfucking stars here. Yeah. Speaking of that, what are your uh, current listen counts? Listen counts? Yeah. Um, I mean, right now, I would say on average, when I um, release an episode, I give it, you know, like a few days. And it kind of bottoms out around, I would say, between uh, ten and 11,000. Oh, well, that's not bad for an up and comer for sure. And I, yeah, I only have, I only have 64 episodes. So, I mean, that's pretty decent. Yeah, that's really good for this season. I, I know you have uh, kind of a worldwide base audience just because uh, so many military guys out there are, are stationed in different places. So pretty cool. So uh, I think I got your name wrong. It's, uh, it's veterans with benefits, not veterans and benefits, correct? Yeah, vet, what veterans and benefits? Who told you yeah. that? Yeah, I I just had it written down. I'll I'll talk to the staff. I just had it written down wrong. They just came in and corrected me and said, "Hey, it's veterans with benefits." Yeah, man, Slide. put some respect on my name. <laughs> well, so, um, okay, so let's just talk about a little bit about you. Are you? Uh, I know you're from Philly, so uh, I've heard that from from podcast. So, um, how was it growing up there? Um. Let's see. How do I sum that up? Uh, poverty is poverty a pretty much a descriptive term for growing up around the East Coast in that area, New Jersey, yeah. South, Northeast Philly. Uh, it definitely gives you. It definitely makes you hard. You know, like uh, you know, my kids were born. Um, well, my kids were born in Virginia when I was stationed at Langley, and uh, you know, they grew up kind of like all over the military. And the way I look at it is like. I couldn't take my kids back home and live. They're too soft. Oh, you got you got to grow up there. Got to grow up there. Got born and raised in order to yeah, survive. You, kind of thing. you can't just walk in the door. You something's going to get stolen. Well, evidently you did something right, or maybe somebody was uh, there for you all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> um, who's your biggest influence growing up? My biggest influence growing up. Uh, I don't know. I mean, influence. 
I don't know if I had any like strong influences. I mean, if you're talking about like, okay, I mean, one of my biggest influences growing up, I'm gonna say Bart Simpson. Bart Bart Simpson. Yeah, from the yeah. Simpsons. Like, I I mean, I was that I was his age when that show came out. Like, I wanted to be Bart Simpson, so I was that kid in school, the little badass kid who uh, got detention, did all kind of stupid shit, got in trouble. Pretty much when I grew up, if something went if something went wrong. Everyone pointed at me. Yeah. And I thrived off that. And that was kind of like my military uh, career as well. Yeah. Um, well, I th- I'm going to get into uh, some military career questions uh, in just a, a moment. But that's that's good to know that it kind of makes a lot of sense from the recordings that we've listened to from your podcast from uh, other seasons. Um, it is very Bart Simpson-ish of you to you know, steel pallets of uh, ho-hos and ding-dongs and stuff like yeah. that. So, <laughs> so I, I got to say that uh, that stuff, that stuff's pretty funny. It's, uh, I would say normal listeners, people that aren't in the military probably don't get a good um, grasp of like, everybody wants to be like listening to that uh, military guy. That's a hero and, you know, jumped on the grenade, but like it, it your podcast kind of brings to light that, you know, um, you guys are all just people and everybody has their own thing and, and you're definitely um, that have your own thing. You don't mind me saying so. So I don't mind you talking about my thing. All right. <laughs> well, we'll have to do that more often. Okay. All right. So, um, well, you're in the Air Force and your your brother is in the Marines. That's correct. Yep. Yeah. Does your brother give you a hard time for the content of your podcast? Does my no? My brother loves my podcast. Uh, he's been a guest on a couple times. Um, fuck, I live. I wish we lived together. We could do it. To, we would be doing this together. Yeah, sounds like um, he was a big influence too. Oh yeah, I mean, me and my brother, uh, we're only thirteen months apart, and it, like on the East Coast, they call that Irish twins. Um, yeah, I mean, we shared a we shared a fucking bedroom until we were what seventeen years old. So yeah, me and my me and my brother are. Uh, I don't even, you can't even, sometimes with family members, you know, you could be like, yeah, this is my brother, but we're like the same person. He's just got blonde hair. Well, there, there you go. Like, yeah, you guys actually sound similar when he's on the podcast. And oh, I know yeah. that, I know that uh, family members, you know, poke fun at each other. Um, do the branches. Well, that, well, that's the thing. I'm sorry for interrupting you, but that's the thing. So yeah, my brother, my brother's a Marine and uh, you know, I joined the air force. But you got to understand, and anyone that has a little brother understands this, I have my brother brainwashed into, into thinking I can whip his ass for his, his entire life. And even yeah. though he's about – he's like three inches taller than me, and he's a Marine, so I know he can throw down. But all the beatings I gave that kid when growing up, he's just brainwashed into thinking that I'll beat him any way possible. So if we squ- he wouldn't square off to me because I know he I know he thinks I'd whip his ass. <laughs> so you got that mental advantage over him. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so I know you guys make fun of each other uh, often. So that's just something you guys do on a day to day. That's not just part of the show. That's that's actually not rehearsed or anything. You guys just kind of get razz each other no matter what. Oh yeah, I mean I answer the phone. What's up, dickhead? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Like I could never do that in my career. There's no way. So, <laughs> so from uh, 
from our previous conversations or, or from the staff's previous conversations, I know you consider yourself somewhat of a, of a comedian. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I'd like to think so. Yeah. Uh, who's, uh, who's your favorite comedian? That's a loaded question, buddy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, obviously, you know, everyone's going to say Dave Chappelle and he's on the list, but I don't know if I, I don't know if I have a favorite. Yeah. I have I have a handful that when if I see a YouTube clip or something on Facebook or something, I'll stop and watch it. You know, Chappelle's one of them. Uh, Bernie Mac, uh, they, um, George Carlin, Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Mitch Hedberg. Oh, that's um, a that's quite a list. That's some. Some old school guys. That's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. If I see Chris Rock, like I can, I could quote Chris Rock all day. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I couldn't tell you a favorite. There's no way I could tell you a favorite. Yeah, some some of those guys are actually what uh, we would consider controversial nowadays. But that is uh, probably some of the best comedy stuff out there. Is is the controversial stuff? They're just jokes after all, right? Oh yeah, I love Louis C.K. too. Uh, if go. you could. If you could interview any comedian, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Um, it had to be Chappelle, dude. He's so fucking smart. Um, yeah. You know, I love his takes on everything. I mean, if you get a chance, anybody listening, go YouTube. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Um, what's that? Uh, he's got a little clip called, uh, I think it's called Monkey AIDS or something like that. If you just type in Monkey AIDS. Uh, yeah, Dave Chappelle. I, yeah, I'm not, I love that I'm, I'm saying. Sure. Mon- I love that I'm saying monkey aids on your interview a bunch. Yeah, of that. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, for everyone out there listening, we'll. Uh, you guys just do anything at your free will. Don't say that that's part of the podcast, but you know that's that's pretty funny, and I don't Let's think I'll be YouTubing that. <laughs> YouTube, dude. It's 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 gonna be worth the time. It's like a four minute bit about monkey aids. It's good. Okay. I will. We'll uh, we'll look into that for sure. You're uh, you're you're also you're also pretty well known uh, for being a huge fan of professional wrestling. WWE. <laughs> Where do so, you do so, your research, dude? <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, like most of the stuff that we do is is from your podcast, or you know, sometimes you know we reach out to friends of friends, and we get we get some good information out there. So. <laughs> Sir, we'd like to send you some shoes, uh, view a Spotify. You wear a 13, right? Yeah. <laughs> who's uh, who's your favorite pro wrestler? Fuck, man, you keep coming with these loaded questions, dude. That that's that's rough too. All right, who my favorite? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say Stone Cold, dude. Stone think? Cold Steve Austin. Yep. Uh, he's the the beer swilling hell yeah guy, right? Yep, Texas Rattlesnake. Texas Rattlesnake. If you could. If you could wrestle any pro wrestler, who would it be? Um, I'm gonna dead, have or, to, dead or alive. I'm gonna have to say uh, Hurricane Helms because I think I could beat him in a real fight. Hurricane Helms. Well, if Hurricane Helms is out there listening, is he dead or alive? I don't even know. He's alive. He's dead. alive. He's alive. All right. Well, then hopefully <laughs> he'll hear this and he'll come at you, man. I'd mean, <laughs> love to see that. <clears throat> so, uh, in your podcast. Um, you mentioned, uh, what you did in the air force and it was, uh, I hear, uh, we heard AFE B 
being brought up a lot. I'm not really sure what that stands for. Like, what does it stand for? Like, uh, and what did you guys do in that career? Okay, so um, AFE stands for Aircrew Flight Equipment. And um, it basically, in a nutshell, has to uh, deal with all of the um, equipment that the pilots use when they go fly and do missions. Like, you've seen Top Gun, obviously, right? Of course, of course. Yeah. Okay, so when Maverick's walking uh, to his jet, all that shit he's carrying and, you know, wearing. Gotcha. That's all AFE equipment. You know, the life preserver, the suit, the parachute, the helmet. Gotcha. So, what was it? Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. No, what, what was it like working with pilots? Um, it was a mixed bag, dude. Some of them were cool. Some of them were prima donnas. Um, I'm going to say a lot of them were prima donnas. Uh, some of them were just guys with um, basket weaving degrees that became pilots. And uh, you could tell that from day one, you know, not too smart. Um, it depends, dude. Like if you have a cool crew, um, you know, uh, like we had a crew when I was in Japan once that, uh, you know, took us out drinking and shit. You're not really supposed to fraternize with officers, but, you know, these dudes were cool. Like a lot of when, when you get young officers, they don't give a fuck. They'll, they'll mess around with the ease. Um, what's but, uh, what what does the E stand for? What's that mean? Oh, I'm sorry, dude. So when I say E, I refer to enlisted. Um, when I say ops, you know, or O, it's an officer. What's the difference between the two of those? Just for our the listeners out there, and to be honest, I really don't know either. Officers went to college. E's to went to high school. <laughs> that's about well, it. That's the biggest difference. So, like, yeah. one you can join. So, if you're enlisted, you join right out of right out of high school, and then, like, if you're an officer, is like, do you have to have like a degree or like an associate's degree or something to be an officer? I think, I think you need a four year degree to become an officer. Um, oh, okay. And you, okay. you know, you know, you can anybody can join right out of high school, but if you have a degree and you come in, you get a higher pay, and uh, you know, you can pretend like you know what you're doing above everyone else. I got you. Uh, so, but sometimes we, we ask some hard questions. I wouldn't say hard questions, but just for, you know, I know it's not polite to ask, but for the sake of entertainment, uh, people probably ask this and it's a little uh, a cliche, I guess, but uh, have you ever, have you ever killed anybody in the military? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, no, I've never killed anybody. Uh, okay. Um, that I mean, okay. So this this type of question, um, yeah, you really shouldn't ask anybody this, especially um, especially you know uh, combat veterans. You know, and like a like a combat veteran hat. Don't fuck. Don't ask them that. Uh, but um, no, and I'll tell you what that question because that was the whole genesis of my podcast, Veterans with Benefits. Now it's for everybody. If you're a veteran or you're not a veteran, or you have family that were veterans. You know, you'll get some enjoyment out of this podcast, but mostly this podcast was for everyone else, the 99% of the military, the cooks, the guys in supply, the guys packing parachutes, the cops, because if you, if none of those guys do their jobs, you know, those guys like, uh, who the fuck, um, the American sniper dude, um, they don't, they don't get to do their job. So all those heroes, yeah, like they're the real heroes. Like they, they're in the shit and they're doing stuff. But the finance kid, you know, working on your paycheck, those guys don't get enough props. So Veterans with Benefits is mainly for those guys to tell like, you know, their story. 
I got you. I, I I see where you're coming from there. Yeah, yeah I guess um, it all takes – it's one big one big team, right? Yeah, I mean, and there's a lot of veteran podcasts that out there that are really good, but a yeah. lot of them a lot of them are self-serving. Like, yeah. you know, you get from episode one, okay, this is me. This is about my story, and there's fucking 3,000 episodes of one individual story, you know, about their heroism. And to me, that feels like bullshit. Like – I don't want to talk about myself, you know, for fucking 60 minutes, you know, every once a week for a whole year. That's why I have guests on because uh, I feel like I'd wind up fucking uh, telling the same stories. Yeah, I I feel you. I'm I'm glad you kind of started going into that. How how did you actually come up with the idea for for your podcast? Um, Okay, well, I kind of came up with it backwards. I came up with the name first and I didn't know what the name meant. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I just thought the name sounded funny. I, I think I was scrolling through uh, Netflix or something and I, I came across that movie uh, with Ashton Kutcher, uh, Friends with Benefits. Gotcha. And something just clicked in my mind, Veterans with Benefits, because, you know, I just thought it was funny because, you know, it is kind of sexual and Ooh. anyone in the military knows, um, you know, just doing stupid shit, you know, like playing gay chicken. You know what gay chicken is? Uh, no, I have, I have no idea what that is. Okay, so uh, in the military, all branches wide, you're going to meet somebody that has played or wants to play gay chicken. Now, gay chicken is you and a buddy. And you get closer and closer and closer and closer until someone moves. Now... It's either your lips are going to touch or your dicks are going to touch. So that's called gay chicken. Whoever moves first is the chicken. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's very interesting. I don't, think, I don't think I've seen that in the civilian world, but that, that, sounds, that sounds interesting for sure. No, nobody, had, <laughs> nobody had IHOPs playing gay chicken in the back. You're probably right about that for sure. <laughs> If you could put your uh, podcast into a genre, what would that be? What genre would that be? Um, I would say comedically informative. Comedically informative. Those are that's that sounds very good. Um, I should create like a new uh, category for that. What? Maybe we should. That's a good idea. Well, I'll write that down for sure. What? uh, What do you think makes you a good podcast host? fucking hilarious man uh um i don't know dude i got the gift of gab bro uh i could fucking talk um i know what i'm talking about it's i don't know what i'm talking about you're not gonna know because i'm very good at bullshitting um anybody that's been stationed with me you know especially when they found that i was doing this podcast like everyone was like yep that makes sense because yeah. when you know i remember being at work you know and Everyone's packing shoots or, you know, inspecting gear. I'm si- I was sitting around uh, jotting down jokes, <laughs> like just push our little instruction manual to the side. And uh, I just always been like that. Um, yeah, doing uh, doing podcasts, you know, Internet radio, if you will. Uh, it's, it's the perfect fit for me, dude. Yeah, that sounds that sounds fantastic. 
it sounds like you were pretty popular in the military. Uh, and honestly, from yeah, in some circles, <laughs> some circles yeah. from listening to the podcast, it sounds like uh, from what we've heard is that multiple times, I believe, is that you believe that you are the best podcast host out there. Is that true? hundred percent, dude. Come on. All I, all I need is the platform and I'm taking over the planet. You're, t- you're you're just taking it all over. Yeah, it's all you need. like you're, yeah. yeah. People are gonna people are gonna listen to this uh, episode in a hundred years. You know, like this is where so. it started. I mean, like, so you're you're serious about being the next Joe Rogan, huh? I am the Joe Rogan. I'm just mm-hmm. handsomer, I'm taller. Oh, okay. What well, better definitely... better hair? <laughs> well, better tattoos. Yeah, I mean, My shoes I are bigger. We can't argue with that too much i guess maybe you should try to get on his podcast or him on yours that'd be great yeah i don't know how much he would bring to my podcast but i would definitely do his there you go um so kind of speaking of of his podcast uh in the the recent past he's been um kind of highlighted for uh talking a lot about the political stuff out there with uh between covid and and uh all the stuff that's going on with COVID, he, he sometimes he's not afraid to get into the politics and have his host speak of those th- or sorry, have his guests speak of those things. Um, we noticed that there's a, a lack of political content in your show. Um, is that on on purpose? And if so, why? It's 100 percent on purpose because um, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I didn't start this podcast to go over uh, current events. I wanted to. uh reconnect and connect with uh the men and women that served our country and to be honest you know i'm not political at all and i feel like my time serving the military serving the u.s was me being political like i don't need to join a fucking party like i joined the party like i served the military you know i didn't go into combat but i raised my fucking hand so to be honest like and I'm not just talking about Joe Rogan, but you know, if you took you put on any podcast, someone's gonna mention COVID, someone's gonna mention Black Lives Matter, someone's gonna mention trans people. I don't like it's everywhere. Who the fuck wants to hear about that when you want to laugh? Oh, that's a that's a good point, especially for comedy style podcasts and things like that. Like, uh, yeah, just trying to um, bro, bro. Have you ever heard? Away from of, have you ever heard of a have you ever heard a COVID joke? Like a stand up doing a COVID joke. It's not funny. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there are guys out there that would agree with that for sure. For sure. Yeah. I get that. So um, speaking of, you know, the podcast and the past and, and the reasons why you started it, we uh, we noticed that your co-host stopped being part of the podcast around season two. Are you still working with your co-host, Kyle? No, we uh, we had to part ways, man. Um, he... Uh, he, he wasn't seeing the vision, dude. And when I got a vision, get the fuck out of my way or, you know, get behind me. But for some reason, man, he just, uh, he wasn't working out. Like, we, you know, he was one of my best friends and he still is, dude. I mean, you know, we don't talk as much as we used to, but that's how, like, that's how you are with some people, you know? Like, you can just pick up right afterwards. And it, yeah. it's a it's a fucking it's a podcast. I didn't fucking fire him. I'm just like, dude, you're not doing this anymore. I'm gonna start interviewing people, and you know, freeze a crowd. 
I got you. I uh, I understand that. There's not a whole lot of podcasts out there with coasts that uh, host and co-host, and it was it was your idea, and and I think that um, we haven't spoken to him, but I'm, I'm sure he's I'm sure he's fine with the decision as well. Yeah. So now switch gears a little bit. We uh, you've had some some characters on our on your show like that you've talked about that you've interviewed from you know different uh, branches of the military people talking about like some some pretty crazy experiences but doing it in a jovial way which kind of sounds like that that's the direction you wanted to go in um you've talked to guys that are you know close to being like very high ranking in the military as well as uh people that have just recently retired and so on and so forth but there is one person that gets brought up frequently in your podcast, and I'm assuming it's with people that you you knew throughout your career. Um, I forget what his name is. Um, I don't have it written down here, but I guess he had an affinity for like bringing hookers to Christmas parties. And oh, you're talking about Chris Robinson, aka yeah. aka Chico Dusty. Um, yeah, dude, I. I swear to get well, you know what, now that this is this interview is gonna be on Spotify, um, if anybody knows Chris Robinson, he lives in Virginia Beach, the Hampton Roads area. Uh, try to contact him for me and get me his number. Because um he doesn't have an email. When he got out of the military, he he got off the grid. I don't know if he's sleeping under the boardwalk or you know, behind a bojangles. Who knows, man? But I don't even want to uh, really tease. I mean, I teased, you know, some of his personality and some of his uh, situations he put himself in, in in earlier episodes. But I mean, yeah, having him on there, I think, would be one of the greatest episodes I've ever had. Wow, that's that. Well, we'll uh, maybe we'll see what we can do about that. Um, yeah, he was the Tyrone Biggums of the military. Tyrone Biggums from. Uh... Chappelle the, show. The Chappelle show. I, I got you. <laughs> oh, okay. If you were uh if you were to interview him, what would be your first question? Um, why don't you have fucking internet, dude? Like, uh where's your cell phone? Um, why are you only wearing one shoe? There's multiple questions you can ask Chris. Um I don't know. I I, I mean uh, it it would just be it would just be the highlight of of my uh podcast career just to have that kid on the home on the uh, on I gotta the tell show. you we got we got three guys in the booth over here that are dying of laughter right now. <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious. Trust hilarious. me, if they, if they knew Chris they would be fucking they'd be killing themselves because they just oh my God, he's the best. <laughs> oh wow. So speaking of trying to find people, how do you find the people that you interview? <laughs> Um, it's usually, it, well, I would say, you know, it's people I know, people I've been stationed with before, you know, that I haven't talked to in years that I wanted to reconnect with. It's people, um, I meet through other people, um, you know, or it's just people from, uh, Facebook or Twitter, you know, that are, um, you know, always engaging in our sites. So, you know, I kind of, uh, you know, there's been a couple of times where I'm like, you know, I'll just DM them like, hey, you know, you like the show, I see you like the show. I was like, you know, do you want to be on it? And it's always a yeah. I've gotten a couple of no's because people have like, you know, nice jobs they don't want to lose and they don't want to hear, you know, 
they don't want their bosses hearing them talking about shit they you know they did in the military, which is totally understandable. Yeah, but I mean, other times, yeah, it's just friends of friends, dude. I mean, I've met, I've had a, I've met a bunch of people uh, through here, you know, and I've had all good experiences yeah, throughout. That, that's fantastic. We 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 love what you're doing. I think it's great. If you could, uh, if you can interview anyone dead or alive, who would it be and why? Dead or alive? Um, fuck, dude. Uh, dead or alive in anything? Uh, I don't know, man. You know what? I'm going. I'm gonna interview Elvis, dude. Elvis is a vet. Fuck, and he's the king. Elvis, Why not have Elvis though? on the show? That would be an interesting one for sure. You know, uh, in the forties, they were doing some fucking uh, shady shit in the military. Come on, man! Half the fucking time you see shirt, half the time you see like pictures from back then, they weren't even wearing shirts. Yeah, that definitely a different time. That's for sure. Yeah, that is for sure. They're like smoking uh, cigarettes while they're doing push-ups. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty crazy stuff. I don't, I don't even know how how the people survived that. I mean, gotta have. Props for all the military vets out there, for sure. Yeah, I would just love to see the uh, publicity on that. Like, Elvis comes back to life and uh, goes on Veterans with Benefits. <laughs> what the fuck is Veterans with Benefits? Who gives a shit? Elvis is on it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good point. Good point. All right, well, you know, I just uh, we're almost kind of done here. Probably going to wrap things up. I just have a few follow-up questions to ask so we can kind of kind of get to the the reason why we're doing the podcast today. Um, um, I'm looking at the details for like who listens to your podcast for the most part. Do you know who, who listens to your, to you the most? Uh, probably, uh, males between 18 and 35. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's a, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> mostly males between 18 and 35. You get a, there's a few, uh, females out there. Uh, a lot of people from different places around the world, a lot of, uh, young young kids, and uh, we're guessing most of them in the military. Although you can't really see that from from the stats, but it sounds like um, it sounds like that's kind of your target audience. Is that so? Are you are you excited uh, from doing this podcast that of possibly expanding your target audience? Oh yeah, dude. I mean, like I don't just have like you know guys on there. I've had uh, I've had females on. And I always love to have females on because there's a completely different perspective of, you know, the military experience from the female side of things. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't care who I have on here, dude. Like I wish uh, midgets could serve in the military. I'd have a midget on, um, you know, wow. anybody really, dude. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I totally get it. Yeah. I know. Well, you can't um, say midget, but. Yeah, well, I've, I'm I'm not gonna say that. You can <laughs> you can say whatever you want. I'm not I'm not allowed to say that. I mean, we we call it. You, you know, know what? Let me. Can I say something about that about that word? Sure. If, if I was a small person, I would prefer to be called a midget because um, I know they like to be called dwarves. But I'm like, that's that, that to me is more offensive. You know, when I think of dwarf, I'm thinking of like Lord of the Rings and D and D, like. You know, that that's me. If I was a small person, I'd be like, you know what? Call me a midget. At least that's original. I, I think that the the term is a uh, little person, I believe. 
is what they like to be called for the most part. I shouldn't say they now. Now I'm coming off as bad, but uh, that's no, I got you. Little I, person, I, that doesn't even sound right either, dude. You want to be called you know, a little person? Hey, that's not me. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah, I I hear you. I definitely hear you. Um, well, I mean, one of the other things is uh, if we could offer you a chance to work with us on uh, gaining sponsorship, if there are sponsors out there that are willing to to sponsor your podcast, especially after listening to the, this one, would you be interested in those sponsors? Dude, this is already happening. You don't understand. When you release this episode, your viewership's going to go up by $1 jillion. Right. One, one, one jillion. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a real that's number, a right? Look it up, Google it. I, I'll I'll get my my staff on that for sure. Hopefully, yeah, it'll it'll raise some uh, raise yeah. some viewership and maybe some sponsorship. Will you're gonna will, have to change the name to Spotify to Spotify Plus Veterans with Benefits. Well, we look we look forward for that opportunity. It's good. Um. So, I mean, just a little thing. I think you know this, but like four, about 400 million people globally listen to Spotify every month. So um, I would say 60% of those say they pay more attention to ads they hear off of Spotify than they do even the radio in some cases. And even nowadays, people are DVR and everything, so probably don't get a lot from commercials. Uh, and 69% says they've discovered new brands uh, or products on podcasts. So... We're uh, we're hoping that somebody somebody's interested to 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 pick you up after our conversation of uh, little people and Mr. Robinson. So, <laughs> uh, that's, it should be interesting to listen. So uh, I think we're just going to wrap things up here. Thanks for um, you know everyone out, out there listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to Spotify. Thanks to uh, uh, Roland. Um, if I can call, can I call your roll? Yeah, man. Everybody all does. Right, all right. All right. Uh, thanks to Roll for his um, interesting interview and for uh, his podcast, Veterans with Benefits. We look forward to to listening to more. Make sure you uh, hit the plus button that's uh, on your Spotify to add it to your, your favorites and share it with your friends on your social media. Next week, we'll be interviewing uh, Cindy Hensby, Cindy Hensby, who started a podcast called uh, a serial killer's playbook. Uh, make sure you tune in. Um, I've been, I'm Daniel with Spotify and this has been spot on. Have a good day. Thanks man. If you or anyone you know is in crisis, please call the Veteran Crisis Line at 855-521-1317 or dial 856-983-7562. That second number's not real. I just pulled it out of my ass. I don't know. Call it. Maybe they can help you too.